So if you go to the CNBC YouTube channel, YouTube channel, um, says TV channel, they put up clips and they don't put up, you know, of course they don't have the entire, uh, morning show or, or any show there. They just have select clips that they'll put on YouTube. And I just, you know, popped it open today and I see three different clips about black people specifically, um, and their, their housing, uh, stats. So let's see, we've got black home ownership down 3% since 2000 as racial wealth gap widens. We have that, uh, segment. We have a segment from the BET founder, Bob Johnson. I'm not convinced build back better closes wealth gap. And he's of course black. And then, uh, and then the, the other segment, the black homeownership down 3%. They also have a black guy on to talk about that. And then the third one is black spending power reaches record 1.6 trillion, but net worth falls. And it looks like it's, it's, uh, the same, the same guy from, is this also, it's the same guy from talking about the black homeownership, a uh, different anchor, but same, same guy and he's black. So, you know, this was all in the last, I don't know, eight hours because they just posted it today. And there's probably, there might even be more segments where they're talking specifically about how black people are doing in our economy. Um, CNBC is known to, to talk about this woke stuff and, you know, the wealth gap and that kind of stuff. They're very mainstream. Uh, but I've, I don't know if I've ever seen three clips in one day, <laughs> maybe today. Oh yeah. Today's the start of black history month. Cause it's February. Okay. So that sort of makes sense why they might be talking about this, seeing the clips on CNBC's YouTube TV channel, just out of context, because I actually haven't listened to any of these, because I know what they're going to talk about. But they probably put it in context at some point in the show, saying this is Black History Month. But still, to, I mean, do we have like an Asian History Month? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. But to just focus on one racial group, um, you have to ask, you have to ask the question, why? And it's pretty obvious that, um, you know, the Democrats are in power and they're uh, going to elect a Fed chair. Uh, they're going to nominate somebody. And I didn't watch any of the testimony, but I did hear that they made it, the Democrats made it all about race and gender. They wanted to know how um, the Fed was going to help minorities close the, the in quote, wealth gap. Uh, and so the Fed nomination, I think, is coming up for the senator's vote um, pretty soon, in two weeks. So because it's, you know, in context, it's, I guess it is Black History Month. And, uh, but, you know, Black History Month, I would think, would talk about uh, the history um, of Blacks in this country. And, you know, there there is a lot of stuff to learn from the history and a lot of things we can uh, look back on. And, um, and, and judge basically, but this isn't talking about history. This is talking about current financial, um, statistics, just of one racial group, black people. And, 
uh, how is this relevant? We live in a multicultural society. We can't just focus on one racial group. This is how divisions grow. This is how you get real racism, you know, state state um, uh, sanctioned racism, uh, you know, against white people if they're giving all kinds of goodies and benefits, affirmative action to blacks. Uh, this is not good. Um, all it's going to do is create, you know, backlash. So what they're doing is they're preparing, they're releasing these sound bites. They're 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 encouraging the media to talk about how blacks, on average, are you know behind uh, other racial groups as far as um, as far as building wealth. And the one thing I will give them is that they correctly identify the source of of, of um, wealth inequality to the Fed. I mean, this is true, but it's not because they're just explicitly benefiting one race or the other. Trust me, if, if they could, they, they would probably do policies that only benefited black people <laughs> at the expense of whites, because that's the current um, modus operandi. Like that's, that's what is, is popular. That's what is moral in today's society is to benefit blacks and at the expense of all the other races. So the Fed just prints money and this inflation, it's inflation because it's the expansion of the money supply. It's not just rising prices, but rising prices usually follow if you don't have a corresponding increase in production. Because whenever you have a printing of dollars out of thin air, and it's out of thin air, meaning it's not backed by any tangible goods. So they have a have an unrestricted um, access to to new new issuance of money, and whoever gets this money first is is and then trades it for some real produ uh, produced good is basically exchanging nothing for something. They didn't produce anything, and they didn't they didn't warrant this. They didn't really earn this this exchange, but they're able to buy things in the real economy. And this is uh, where we see asset price inflation and this benefits people that already hold assets like stocks or real estate. And um, the fact that the Fed is, uh, you know, creating inflation, it does disproportionately hurt the middle class and poor because they do not own as many um, assets. Now, we're starting to see this inflation creep into real goods like food. Food also has to be produced. And if you uh, print a bunch of money and put it in the economy or give it away or uh, give it to certain groups and not others, these people, again, will be able to exchange this money uh, for goods. And you're not, um, if you're not um, having an increase in production, if we're not, if we're not, basically our economy is not growing, we're not actually producing more goods and services, if the money supply is out far outpacing that, uh, then we're going to have a increase in prices because there's going to be more demand because all these people have gotten all this free money from the government. And what do they go do? They buy real things. They buy real goods. They buy real houses, cars, uh, and now they're buying food um, and everything else that they need. So that is why we're seeing shortages and why we're seeing price increases is directly due to the Federal Reserve and their monetary policy. But the answer to the wealth inequality that the Fed is creating is not to say, hey, look, the Fed creates inequality. At least they admit that they admit that, you know, that the, the minorities that are rightly calling it out. And I to some uh, to some do. Yeah, I totally agree with them when they call this out. But what they want to do is is say, hey, we'd like to be the beneficiaries of this. Uh, how can we benefit our group? We need to have somebody who's 
you know, black or, or whatever on the Federal Reserve Board to benefit our group, which is exactly what, you know, Biden is also trying to do with the Supreme Court nominee. He's saying that we need a black female uh, to, to be on the Supreme Court. And the, the, the Supreme Court should not be about politics, but of course it is. Uh, these people are, you know, there for life. They make very important decisions and, you know, they should not be beholden to a particular party or particular racial group. They should be acting uh, uh, as partially and as objectively as possible. And when Biden says we're going to pick a black female, he is limiting um, the candidates to a very, very small group of people. Uh, and you have to say that this person is not going to be as qualified as someone else uh, who who would have come from a pool of candidates that was never limited, uh, that was open to 100% anybody, uh, regardless of their gender or race. There was a law professor from Georgetown Law that got in big trouble for saying this, for saying this, and the, the students, the Black student organization at Georgetown Law got very upset about a tweet. Even after he said he misworded it and he wanted to clarify um, but he basically said, well, my general point stands is that exactly what I said is that if you limit your, 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 um, your candidate pool to like, you know, 1%, 3% of the, of the, of the population, you're just not going to find somebody, uh, who's as good as if you just open it up to hundred percent of the population. If you're specifically looking for a certain person with a, a certain skin color that's black and female, you are severely limiting who you can put on the Supreme court. This is discrimination. We have a law against discrimination, but our, our current president is doing it right now. He's discriminating based off of race. And that's okay to the left because they now believe that discrimination when it favors their, their pet group is okay. When of course it's not. Uh, no discrimination in the government is acceptable. So, um, so this was about CNBC and how they're talking about race. Uh, so this is the media just just doing uh, the, the politicians bidding, preparing the public for what's coming, you know, for, you know, there's probably going to be something at the Fed that, that is going to try to address the race racial gap and whether that's, you know, free mortgages to them or just just bulk payments. I don't know how it's going to come down, but I guarantee you it's on its way here. I, unless there's a big, big fight by people who, uh, you know, say that that's unfair, which it totally is. Um, in their defense, they will argue, well, you, you're benefiting a certain class of people. You're benefiting the elites. And that is true. However, elites are not a protected um, group. So their discrimination laws in this country don't protect the poor. They don't protect um the elites as groups they just protect individuals they protect by race and gender and i guess by sexual orientation i think that's it but uh there's no group for elites that are protected for for, for the poor so while it is benefiting a certain group uh the the issue is that it's not a protected group or you know um so it's 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 not like you're favoring a protected uh racial group now is it just as bad Sure. I mean, I don't think it's it's as bad as, as as if it was just benefiting a racial group, but it's pretty bad. I mean, it, yeah, you have a you have a policy that's benefiting a certain group of people at the expense of others. Um, inflation helps the rich, helps people like Elon Musk, 
and all these other CEOs and, and rich people who own stocks and, and real estate and um, big companies because they can borrow very cheaply. Uh, that is that is bad. Um, no one is no one really is supporting that who is honest or principled. Uh, but but trying to fix it by saying, well, our racial group is is mostly excluded. Uh, looking at these policies, that's the wrong angle because you're looking at a policy and you're judging it not by its constitutionality, but you're trying to judge it based on does it help my group? And yeah, that's the natural thing to group to do when you form a group, a collective and you advocate for certain benefits or privileges for your group. You always look at things, uh, laws, um, and you say, hey, or the policies, and you say, hey, does this benefit my group? If it does, I like it. If it doesn't, I dislike it. And I mean, I guess if you're just going to be an animal and, you know, want to say, yeah, this this is good, this is bad for me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support it when I'm, you know, I'm going to support socialism when I'm poor, and then I'm going to support capitalism when I'm rich, that kind of thing is not a principled approach, and you really um, probably can't make any good arguments because you're you're just totally based off of your own whims, and you're not principled at all. And that's that's what I feel like these people who are saying, well, the racial gap is what it is, and the Fed is is hurting you know black people. Uh, yeah, they are, but get to the root of it because they're hurting everybody regardless of race who's poor and middle class. And I guarantee you, because blacks are only 13% of the population, it's affecting way more, you know, white people, Hispanic people, just by sheer numbers, uh, than it is black people. Um, so 